WVIK Quad Cities NPR is here for you, keeping you connected to the world by bringing the world to your home. Even in extraordinary times, we're committed to bringing you the accurate information you need and the beautiful music and compelling stories you count on to help lighten your load. We're here when you need us because you've been there for us. Thank you for your continued support of WVIK. After a little more morning snow, we should be in the mid-40s with clouds today. And then tomorrow and Sunday, at least a little sunshine warming into the upper 50s. Illinois' COVID-19 count is now over 25,000. The death toll has topped 1,000. Iowa has identified more than 2,000 cases, and the death toll climbed to 60, including the owner of the filling station restaurant in Davenport and a worker at the Arconic plant in the Quad Cities. 146 new cases are reported. Iowa's count is up to 2,141. State public health officials in Illinois added 1,140 more cases to the total yesterday, bringing it to 25,733. 125 more people died. And State Public Health Director Ngazi Ezeke notes that is the most in a single day since this began. Ezeke says the end of the pandemic is still a long way off. This is a marathon. We have to keep pace We can't get ahead of ourselves. You can see that we still have many new cases and unfortunately many lives that continue to be lost. But running together, we will still beat this COVID-19. Illinois' death toll is now up to 1,072. Rock Island County reports 21 more cases. Scott County, 17. So the Quad Cities total is up to 347 and six people have died. Regionally, 59 new cases have been identified. And that brings the total to 845 cases and 14 deaths from Dubuque County in Iowa down through Warren County in Illinois. The northeast region of Iowa is now under stricter stay-at-home measures. The region includes Cedar Rapids, Waterloo, and Dubuque. Residents will only be allowed to gather with members of their own household, with some exceptions for up to 10 persons gathering for weddings, funerals, and religious events. Governor Kim Reynolds says that region reached 10 points on her 12-point scale for guiding COVID-19 mitigation measures. And this is due in large um, part, in a large part, to the long-term care facility outbreaks, the severity of the illness, and the rate of hospitalization. But it also takes into account the increase of virus activity in that area of the state. The order does not include restrictions for businesses. They've already been encouraged to let people work from home and promote social distancing in the workplace. But some workers say there aren't enough safety precautions in place. Governors from nearly every Midwestern state will be collaborating with one another on how and when to reopen the regional economy once the pandemic subsides, Sam Dunklaw reports. Governor J.B. Pritzker announced a partnership similar to what some coastal states are doing. In essence, governors will share data with one another and decide when to reopen their states as a group. The idea is to prevent any one place from opening before the others. That could lead to another surge in COVID-19 cases. Pritzker says partnering was easy because Midwestern states have a lot in common. The industries are similar, uh, the thinking is a little bit similar, and that makes it a very worthwhile collaborative to have because collectively I think we're making good decisions. Six other states are all in the partnership. Iowa and Missouri are not. Governor Pritzker said officials there chose not to join. I'm Sam Dunklaw. 
141,000 Illinoisans filed first-time unemployment claims last week. Iowa saw more than 46,000 filed. The Quad City International Airport will receive some welcome help from Washington during the pandemic. The federal stimulus bill includes $8.1 million for operating and maintenance expenses. Executive Director Ben Leishner says while air travel and revenue have dropped precipitously, the airport's fixed costs have not. For example, its electric bill totals about $500,000 a year. We have seen more than a 90% reduction in our in our non-aeronautical revenue, which are dollars generated from things like parking or uh, food and beverage sales in the terminal, retail sales in the terminal. Before the pandemic, about 1,000 people a day boarded planes at the Quad City Airport. That has dropped to just 20 or 30. But on the bright side, Leishner says the pandemic actually happened at a good time for the airport. We were um, building up cash reserves. We were getting ready to look at uh, doing improvements of our existing aged facilities. So our cash reserves were, were at an all-time high. The airport has about 100 full-time employees who are still on the job, but in some cases doing different work from before. It's the tenants who have been the hardest hit. The restaurant and rental car companies have had to lay off most of their employees. Even though a number of tournaments have been canceled or postponed because of the pandemic, the John Deere Classic is still on the PGA Tour's revised schedule. Most tournaments in March, April, and May were affected, but so far the Classic at TPC Deer Run and Silvis will be held the second week of July, its original date. Tournament director Claire Peterson says he's not assuming anything yet, though. Those first four events are not going to have fans, which... Makes a lot of sense, knowing the health and safety situation we're all in right now. We would be the uh, fifth event in the restart and the first one that potentially could have fans, but that's a decision that's going to be coming later. But being on the schedule is exciting. Peterson says Deer Classic staff are planning for both possibilities, a tournament with fans and one without either way. The tournament will still be recruiting volunteers. The Mississippi River is just over two feet above flood stage in the Quad Cities this morning and falling. It is forecast to be back below flood stage by this time next week.